Hey guys, thank well, you for tuning in Conspiracy Social Club. Hey, if you guys could, can you go to our uh, free feed wherever you listen, whether it's Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, or even Spotify, go give us five stars. Leave, leave a, hey, if you do five stars, you can say whatever you want, we don't care. We got merch, we need more merch. We got, mm -hmm. I, I need a new, uh, I need a new sweatshirt, Conspiracy Social Club. It's gonna get cold soon. Let's do a different sweatshirt. I need, but I need a new one because I really liked our sweatshirt and it just disappeared. Let's call it, let's do a, let's do a Deep Waters one. Deep, okay, I respect that. And then uh, follow us on Instagram. We have uh, an Instagram, aka Deep Waters. And guys, I want you to know, I am going to be putting up those videos you sent me. I was thinking I should help my friend Johnny. We need to make more of those funny, weird ones where he moves our faces. Oh, Johnny good. hasn't been doing that for a Johnny while. Johnny Betancourt? Johnny Betancourt. Let's get him doing that. We gotta do it. Please, let's get him doing hey, that. Hey, Brian, where are you gonna be? You know what? I'm glad you asked. Um, bring up my schedule, my schedule. I'll be at the, I'll be at Raleigh's. What is wrong with you, bro? Sorry, buddy. I'm gonna tell you where I'm gonna be. Right Hi, now. my name's Sam Tripoli. I'm in Plano, Texas at the new House of Comedy, which I'm very excited about. Love the Bronsons. And then I'm going to be a two banger comedy chaos. I gotta start booking that. And then I'm gonna be in Saratoga at the end of September. So go to samtripoli.com. BrianCallan.com for tickets to Raleigh, North Carolina. Good nights, September 8th, 9th, and 10th. Good nights. I got San Jose, California, the Improv, September 15, 16, 17. I got Spokane, Washington, Spokane Comedy Club, September 22, 23, 24. And I don't stop. I got Bridgeport, Connecticut, Stress Factory, oh, October 13, 14, 15. So that's what I'm doing. And then I got Tacoma, Washington, September 29th, October 1st. Can't stop. Won't, won't stop. He won't Can't stop, stop won't guys. Stop. People ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. First of all, did you have a good week? You you are you gonna buy a bowling alley? What are you gonna do? I'm thinking about buying a bowling alley if me and my brother can get along. Yeah. You know we you know we're. So, uh, me and my brother love each other, but we bought heads a lot. Yeah. And, uh, so I used to just whoop his ass when we were kids. Like mm -hmm. I would make, I, I was the wrestling champion. Right. Mm -hmm. And then what I would do is I would make up new belts just out of nowhere. I'd be like, you're the DDC world champion. And then I would whoop his ass What's a DD? and I would What's be this? like, I would just make up a belt. <laughs> I just make up a belt. I'd be like, you're the ATO world champion. And then I would whoop his and ass. And he'd be like, I'm not a champion. And then I'm like, no, ATO world champion. He'd have a belt for like a second. Any reason to beat his ass. You'd give him a belt oh, yeah. and then I'd light beat him his up. ass. And he wants some. But um, <laughs> I, I, like, I was almost going to beat his ass in my mom's house. But I can't because it's all antiques. Right. Like that that's like getting him fight at the Smithsonian. Right. You just don't do that, right? Right. You don't start throwing people around the dinosaur exhibits and <laughs> shit like that. Right? That's a big no no. So uh but yeah, I'm thinking about buying some stuff like that. 
looking real hard to buy land. I've been buying, uh, you know, gold. I've been buying guns. Damn. I got some guns, guns some more too. guns. I have about five guns. Antique guns or? No, 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 dude. Murder guns, dog. All right. Murder Zombie guns. fighting motherfucking guns. All right. I like it. So anyways, so Brian, one thing I want to talk to you about is, do you know that music is played at a certain frequency to kind of like irritate you a little bit? Where? It's like a, uh, it's a, I, I did an episode on it. Where though? Where is where? No, they, like the radio. They play it at a frequency. A frequency that's kind of a little bit off. Why? To, well, that's because it's this whole thing I've been telling you. We live in a haunted house, right? I, I call this world a haunted house, <laughs> right? And there's and people are like I want to be president. It's like you can't be president. You're not an actor in the haunted house. Okay, the, but, the, 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 the president is an actor in this haunted house and they all have a job is to scare you constantly. Okay. That's their job. Okay. We come down. We're, we're, well, it depends on who you talk to. I have a buddy who's like super religious and he's like the Bible. And I'm like, respect everybody's game. <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. So I can't tell you what history is because it's been so shish kebobbed. Right. So what I do is like, what makes me feel spiritually better? Mm. And that's how, what I do in life. I'm writing a book right now where I'm about to start, which is hilarious because I'm illiterate. <laughs> so well, it's wait. just going to be like me scribbling on pages. Yeah. Well, but because you're saying, can you go back to what the yeah, initial yeah, yeah. thing was? So, so can you music, look this up? Music, music played, played at a certain Hertz. Wait, I want to ask you this. Where did you hear this? Uh, and also, also, um, what, who, who are you saying that this is a grand? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Music theory. Oh, uh, uh, did, uh, did, what are we on? What's the first one up? Oh, by the way, real quick, the guy from Snopes just got busted. He's now banned from posting articles on his own website because he's been committing plagiarism and he's a piece of shit. So fun fact update. So anyways, music is played at a certain hertz, Brian, okay. to elicit almost an uncomfortability with everybody but so small we small we don't know it we don't understand it hold on can i ask you a question because it no. looks like from what i'm reading can i just rock right yeah, now yeah. please yeah. yeah i'm just looking at it and i just want to go on so so 432 hertz yeah okay. and there's a certain frequency that is best for us mm -hmm. and, and you could actually take your music and trans what's the word translate it to that mm-hmm and you could listen to it at the frequency that is best for the human body because mm -hmm. we are water right they say so they say that um oh okay so it says, it says fiction ancient instruments such as tibetan bowls pythagoreans monochord and ancient flutes have been found to use 432 hertz as their bass pitch that's fault that's fiction and hey, will you look up uh, wait, wait, uh, will you look up tim Fall, just put tim Fall hat Wait, wait, let me read this. Hertz? But wait, I want, I, want, I want to follow what you're saying. So fact, Hertz is a modern term coined in 1930. Before that was referred to cycles per second. The first time cycles per second could be accurately measured was in 1834 when two instruments were invented. Uh, the, the Sabart wheel by Felix Savart and tonometer by Jonathan Schlieber. Mm. Further than that, the measurement of seconds has only begun during the late 16th century. Ancient Tibetans, Pythagoreans, and anyone before 1834 could not have intentionally tuned their instrument to measure for 132 hertz. That's as this so frequency cute. scale simply did not exist That's at the cute. time. As for That's evidence, cute. I could not find a single solid evidence for ancient flutes or bowls tuned to 436, 432. That's cute. If you find some, please let me know. Why is that? What? You, you, so are you saying that are you saying that music is played at a different hertz? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. So 
So the reason I'm saying that is just to irritate you enough, right? Just a little bit of irritation. Okay. That you people don't realize it. Okay, but uh, but the, let me tell you yeah. why I'm bringing this up. Okay, I believe Brian that they have now designed the L.A. airport to irritate people. Every decision that they make in that airport makes no logical <laughs> sense, and it's like, why are we doing this? Oh, to irritate the fuck out of me right now. Have you been to LAX lately? Yes. Okay, so for your worst airport. It's the fucking, you go to like the airport in Salt Lake City, it's so amazing. It's so efficient. And and the one in Los Angeles is, our Los Angeles is practically an ungovernable city. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's such a shithole. Like when you want to get anything done with the city council or with Los Angeles, like I listen to them on fucking NPR. I listen to them trying to open up one lane in Brentwood that goes to the 405 because you sit in traffic for an hour and a half before you get on the 405 there, okay? Yeah. And you know why they couldn't? The Orthodox Jews there use Friday to shop. So they want that the, that lane, they want to be able to park in that lane because, because they have to do their shopping before sundown if they're Orthodox. So they were like literally calling in going, this and the guy, the council member who Doing was trying to get it done. Hebrew accent, bro. Well, the guy who was trying to get it done was Jewish. Yeah. But, but they, they, these very Orthodox uh, uh, Hasidic Jews were like, that's a finger in everyone's eye. He's not the Jew. He's not the real Jew. And they're yelling at him. <laughs> and he said, the guy said, if you guys want to know why it's so hard to get anything done in Los Angeles, it's not that it's Jews. Jews? It, no, no, no. It's it's because different interest groups, whether they're Hasidic Jews, whether yeah, they're whatever, right, of course, they, they 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 just get up in arms and it stalemates everything. But it was really interesting to hear because I was like, dude, I wouldn't want that job because of just course. opening up a lane and everybody else was going, I sit in traffic, I don't see my kids. You fuck, I don't give a fuck about your shopping. Yeah, open the lanes. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I don't know if they ever did, but man. I think yeah. uh, Brian just said Jews run Hollywood. I did I'm not like, say that. I don't that. believe that at all. I did all. not say that. But because that's the, Brian and the, his crazy theory. Because the guy but, who was mad was Jewish. <laughs> was so you go to LAX, there's like a lane where it used to be everybody got picked up from your car. And then there's an outside lane, which people who just drop somebody off can kind of take off. Well, now they decided to make everybody on the outside lane and like, Three buses get to use the inside lane. Right. And you're like, what are we doing here? You're getting irritated, right? Right. Then out of nowhere, there's just this sound going. <laughs> Everyone's like, I go, where's that sound? No, we can tell. But it just keeps going. Yeah. And just keeps it going. It sounds like it was probably sometimes a door gets uh opened and it and but those nobody's alone, working on trying to stop. No, it. those are because they don't know how. Because what happens is when those so when those doors, you know the gate. When you go to the gate, when they close that door, it's alarmed. When you open that that door, they want to know if somebody did that for terrorism reasons. So then the alarm goes, bah! and it's so fucking loud. And guess who gets to shut it off? Only Al-Qaeda. designated professionals who are allowed to. You can't have, so they would never let just some flight attendant do it because she might be a terrorist. So what happens is, this is where bureaucracy gets so crazy. So that, I was there. And that fucking, that alarm was, dude, it was so loud. It's so annoying. We're all waiting. It's so loud. I can't tell you. And all of us are just going, when is this going to be shut off? And the woman's on the phone. I can't get, and she's got to get a specific guy who's got to come all the way. It's just, a. it's called bureaucracy. 100%, Brian. Yeah. It's a sound on the plane? No. The door to the gate. So when you you open the gate and and you let people onto the plane, that door is is alarmed when the 15 minutes before the flight's gonna leave that door closes 
and you missed your flight. If they try to open that door without all the precautions, that fucking alarm goes and and you know because it's to protect in case somebody yeah. tries to get on the plane so so wow i always send what brian's saying and what i'm saying about the airport to la it's like i don't know why but suddenly now there's there's road construction everywhere now it, well because they're make they're building lax out hold on i'm not just oh. lax everywhere in la they're shutting down lanes in la so i'm like I'm like, I used to live in Vegas. Do you know when they do their road construction? Nighttime. Nighttime, when nobody's driving. Because it's cooler, but you're not fucking up traffic. I'm like, why don't we do that in LA? Because then everyone would get around and we'd all be happy. Irritating, irritating, irritating. Now, Brian doesn't believe this. I 100% believe it's about rattling the cages constantly. And I don't want to get in the passports yet, but... That's why I think you're seeing so much craziness politically in LA and New York City because they're trying to rattle our cages and this is where all the influencers are. So they get they get irritated and then it reverberates through their social media and everywhere like that. That's why every like New York City's in crazy town right now. LA's about to go crazy town. That's because that's where all the influencers are. I mean, dude, I travel. I mean, I travel the world. You wouldn't know there's a mask mandate. You wouldn't know that people have to have your passports when you're all over the place. New York, LA, fucking lockdown, 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 because that reverberates everywhere. Okay, let's go back to your music theory because yeah. I have news for you. I I ha can listen to some great music and do it all day, just like my girlfriend can, just like my dad can. So I know people who do that, like my daughter, and it it doesn't irritate them because the music sounds yeah, Brian, really good. You don't know what what the other frequency would do for you. I'm not saying it makes you want to punch everybody, but I'm saying it's like just enough in a vibration that it affects you. Okay, but do, there's so much money in making music enjoyable to listen to yeah i mean there's so many so many powerful people that make money yeah. off it yeah so who would be trying See, to get I, you to less listen i, I, I didn't listen want to, to focus it. on this because i would have to do a little more research into okay. the shows i did well, but we'll, we'll put a we'll put a, a stop put gap a pin in, that. in that you want to talk about afghanistan I'll talk about afghanistan. what are your thoughts on that um i'm gonna be honest with you i think so much of this is a show uh i mean it's really happening uh as far as i know uh, it's a show. There's little things that just you're like, what the fuck? And it's a show. It's a show to, for a couple reasons. One, to get us to beg us to go back into Afghanistan. Um, you know, it's just, it's just a. Uh, and then like, what, what's China's role in this? We all know, even though Brian doesn't believe this, that Joe Biden might have had some shady deals through his son. With some Chinese companies. I believe that. I think that's okay. possible. That's possible. So if you pull out of Afghanistan, who walks right in and takes over those poppy fields? And it goes back to, I'm telling you, man, this whole thing with opium and what's going on in the United States reminds me a lot of the British India opium wars. And like, is China getting us back? Now they're in charge of that. Those fields, because what China's doing, and I think they're doing it, they're really smart, is instead of going in the people and clobbering them, they're like, hey, man, let's make a deal. You need help? We'll build Here's roads. some money. The difference is they want the money back. People, um, people aren't looking at that. Hey, well, in, in Africa, 
they've built Africa. So when you go across Africa, my friend just did that on a motorcycle. And that's not true. I don't have a friend that did it on a motorcycle. But for the story, my friend just did this on a motorcycle. <laughs> and he was amazed. That was so interesting. I know. I, I'll just come up why'd with something. Why'd you catch yourself like that? Because Is I, this spiritual, Brian? Because I just say stuff sometimes. And, yeah. I, and the truth is, I've, I've read... Um, about people who've done that, and I do know <laughs> someone who knows someone who I did love that. that, dude. So, but it, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so much better when I say a good friend of mine because it's it's like words cost money. You don't want to spend a lot of cash. It's the way the way I lie. I always say is when I said I used to get my coffee in the lobby of the World Trade Center. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I used to get my coffee at a stand that was about. 100 yards or 50 yards away from the World Trade Center. You and Steve Renzizi should be a well, do well, a tour. Well, 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 well uh, but, but I, I always say, oh. because when I said that, I used to always want people to know how much it meant to me when those towers went down, because that was my city. And that was that was very de that, that was and devastating. face it, Brian. Mm. You wanted to try to get a little pussy out of it too. Well, I, I never got laid off of that because I would never be, <laughs> yeah, a, be, like, never be yeah. a war profiteer. I used to get my coffee there. I just remember Lots I said a lot yeah, of baristas. Yeah. There are lies and then there are lies like that. So anyway, my dear friend, really good friend of mine, just went across Africa on a motorcycle. And yeah. one of the things that he was amazed about is, is that Tom is so good. And Tom, Africa Tom, Africa, Africa, Africa Tom oh. was so amazed that all the roads Africa were Tom. so paved. They were so well paved. Well, why? And, and by the way, I did go to Africa and I did see this and I did talk a lot to a lot of people about it who were from Brian is parts. literally arguing with himself right I know, now. I know, I know. He's literally like, I got a friend, Tom. Well, I actually went there. It's like you're debating yourself right so now. So Tom, Tom and I went to Africa and, okay. and I didn't see him there, but he was there too at the same time. And one of the things that I noticed that what, about Africa, though, the conversation was what the Chinese are doing in Africa. And you're right. So so they they built they build all the roads and all the infrastructure and they're the friends of the and they bring all their merchandise and they set up um, um, stores and they even have propaganda movies like Wolf Warrior and Wolf Warrior Two where where the the Africans are being uh, killed by this terrible warlord and the Chinese Wolf Warrior special forces come in and liberate the Africans and they're all together as friends. So they have they have these movies even. Even their movies are geared toward winning the African But my lines. question is, is the dubbing better than their Kung Fu flicks? It, it, right? No. It's not, very no. hard to take serious when you're like, well, they do it in Chinese. They do it in Chinese. But here's what's fucking crazy. The Africans are starting to realize that when the Chinese come in, they they take over everything, including the villages. And they're, they, all of a sudden, they realize, wait a minute, I'm not sharing any of these resources. And somebody's getting really rich off all these construction projects. So now in, in Africa, there's a shitload of anti-Chinese sentiment. Well, Brian, 100%. And like, this is my theory. And I still think, and Brian doesn't want to, doesn't ever agree with this, this international banking cabal, okay, is they this is what they do. They build up empires and then they implode them while they build up another one. Doesn't exist. Great, what? Banking cabals don't exist. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they here's the problem. Here's the bigger problem. 81? Yeah, 81. Yeah. Well, banking's changing so much. Okay. Brian. Banking just Brian, changes let's so not much. even go there because you're going to get your dick kicked in the comments. But I, I know so. too many people who are big bankers and they laugh at this kind of comment because they wish it was a cabal. But but forget that. Let's. Do, I think with Afghanistan, another, okay. another uh, well, I think what's, and I have friends who are actually really do have friends who are Afghani and their mom. Is this and, like your buddy and, Tom? And, no, is he this a banker is, too? So this is my buddy Tarek Azim. A lot of people have heard me talk about him and his brother Yosef Azim and I'm very close to the family, his mother who who is from Jalalabad um, and 
you know, had to leave, they were refugees. And the trauma of being a refugee, dude, would make you cry. Like when you see what those, that community went through after being losing everything, including loved ones in this terrible war when the Soviets invaded and then the civil war that followed. And what's really interesting about Afghanistan is this. As somebody who lived in the Middle East and somebody who knew a lot of Afghanistan, and somebody my parents have been there twice, and just I've been a little bit immersed in it, you know, and and it's close to my heart maybe because I grew up around it. I knew people who were Afghani, right? So they're 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 human beings to me. They're not they're not just uh, they're you hear a lot of Americans say, well, they look at death, life and death, differently than we do. No, they don't. I'm sorry. No, they don't. And this is also for, you know, and I think this is a really hard time for the men and women in uniform uh, who who sacrificed so much and their families that lost loved ones and their limbs and pieces of their mind going over there and fighting the good fight in their mind, which was to liberate women, which was to defeat the Taliban, quote unquote, which was to do all the things that are part of the American narrative. Right. And the American narrative is we are the good policemen. People are dying. There's evil in the world, and we come in and we write. We write the wrongs. Yeah, and sometimes and, we're the evil that. We, you well, know. so so I think a lot of a lot of soldiers that I've had conversations with, maybe you have too, and especially some of those tip of the spear guys. I think we're wrestling with the fact that they were there <clears throat> and they were doing a lot of the killing up close and personal. They were the ones paying the price for it, and they didn't see. They started to become, like always, disenfranchised with what the mission was. Because in war, you have what you're fighting against and you have what you're fighting for. <clears throat> and I don't think we ever really understood what we were fighting for there. And if you think otherwise, we've been there 20 years. And I think it starts with this. When you hear a politician or a journalist say the word Afghanistan, you are assuming that the Afghanis agree that there is something called Afghanistan. Afghanistan. This is a great point. Afghanistan has never been a country to the Afghanis. It's a sense. Western, Western. It's a, it's, it's a British creation. Yep. And, and the Afghanis first and foremost, in my humble opinion, and in the opinions of the people I've spoken to are Pashtun. They are Hazara. They're Tajik. They're Uzbek. They are, um, tribal lines and tribal customs and tribal uh, li tri tribal life itself is very, very strong in that part of the world. And when you ask people who are in Jalalabad or Kandahar or wherever they might be to have allegiance to a, 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 a Kabul government put in place essentially by Americans, by other people, and the people who have been put in place despite all the amazing efforts by good people on the American side and in the international side who tried to build hospitals, who did build hospitals, who did build, build schools, who did build infrastructure, who did build electric dams, who did build uh, salinate, uh, water treatment plants and all those beautiful things. And they did, and they sacrificed and they lost their lives and everything for it. Um, the problem with that was that there were still so many people who didn't share on those spoils. There were still so many areas that didn't have uh, electricity and we were trying to impose upon them a belief system and an american ethos and mythology that has worked for us but has never worked for them and so i think it's very significant to understand that after 20 years and trillions of dollars and all those lives lost afghani and american and other otherwise that in 11 days the entire country fell
And they said that the country fell to the Taliban. They said that we lost the country. If you talk to Afghanis, they will say it was never ours to begin with. We never had it. They, you know, we never had it from the Taliban. I totally agree. The Taliban never went away. And I, and and because there is something about the Taliban who, that that people resonate with because it is tribal, because it is part of their customs. I'm not saying everybody. I, I totally have, agree, that, bro. That's where our our lack of understanding of of custom, of culture, and of history comes back to bite us as Americans. And the reason I think your point is really good is because it basically Afghanistan is like fighting a ghost, right? Yeah. Like you think it's in front of you and you swing and there's nothing there. There's it's, It doesn't have a form. It exactly. is formless. Exactly. So you can't def control anything that is formless that's, that's you know right. it's like it's tri it's tribes you're 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 hey dude you guys are one they're like nah dude this is my click this is my click this is my click and that's why everybody who goes in there ultimately fails unless you see what i think the chinese are going to try to do which is let's not try to control it let's try to work with each individual tribe the the question will be like at that point will be like how much does money matter to those people like what is more important to them well i think i think i'm guarantee most afghanis i don't care who they are would be way more interested in commerce and making money for their children and their families you do unfortunately now have i think a large group of people that have only one way to feel significant and that's with a gun in their hand but I mean, I, we were there for 20 years, dude, and it fell in 11 days. D to me, that says, and I'm sorry to say it out loud, to me that says that we, we sometimes in life when you hear about injustices, the Taliban, which by the way, that narrative, when, when the American press is so good at, at just come and politicians are so good at, at creating bad guys. And that old, that old Western narrative, bad guys in black, good guys in white. And here we come to liberate. That is so ingrained in my heart and in my mind and in so many Americans' minds. And it's a fucking liability and it's a lie. So when, the, when, when you hear politicians, again, you hear politicians and you hear um, journalists talk about the Taliban, yeah. the terrorist Taliban, please don't be that simplistic. If it was that simple, I doubt everybody, I doubt the 300,000 strong military that we built that the police force would have deserted that fast in such massive numbers. Why they? It's it might be a little bit like this. I always say, all of you guys are listening. I think most of us as Americans, and I've been trying to write a metaphor. Of this feel like make just paying bills, raising kids, Sam, paying bills and raising kids, and just having a life and getting enough sleep. That's a full time job. And somewhere along the line, we got these people who don't have real jobs, who have enough time to sit on the outside. We're all in a cage fighting, trying to get, trying to just trying to construct a life. And somewhere along the lines, there are some elite people who don't have jobs, who sit behind expensive walls in universities and behind newsrooms and in politics, who, who had time to think about gender inequity and trans rights. And so now all of us are talking about pronouns when like all good, dude. All good. If you feel like a woman, please. Gross. I don't want. I don't want you to feel bad. Yeah, all, live your but, life. But I mean, but I mean, this is front and center, 
this is front and center. This woke agenda, this 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 stuff is so front and center that I'm having to. I can't even say that there's a, there's biology and sex, and all of us are like, what? All of us are trying to do other shit, and you're distracting me with stuff that none of us have ever talked about. None of us. None of us. Uh, you know, you're 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 imposing this trans agenda, this all these agendas on working Americans who are literally too busy to worry about anything else. Can I just say something? Yeah, dude. Get not. This is not applied to you. Yeah. Um, these are applied to the people that you're talking about. Yeah. Get out of L.A. Get out of New York. Guess what? Nobody's talking about trans agenda. Nobody. We're just too busy, dude. Everybody's and living. A, it's why I'm telling you. It is this thing going on in L.A. and, and uh, uh, New York City. Whitney Cummings went on the road and she came back. She's like, nobody cares about me, too. I'm like, yeah, you're in a bubble of bullshit where a bunch of opportunists are just stepping up and being like, I just guess. And then uh, then these fucking lemmings all start running around acting like it's a real fucking thing. And it's just like, that's where we're at right now, dude. And so can you, can you imagine, like, I'm just going to apply this to Afghanistan. Can you imagine if the Chinese, if, if that elite government that we have that doesn't speak for Americans and all those elite academics and journalists made a pact with the Chinese and the Chinese came in to our country with these very, these people that you never really meet. They're on Twitter. They're in politics. They're in a newsroom. We don't meet them. I don't know who they are. I don't know who's, who's, I don't know who's pronoun crazy here. I, I don't know who's doing this. I don't know who's saying that when I, who's talking about hate speech and speech being violence, but then they're saying, uh, then they're saying uh, violence, silence is violence. And then they're saying midgets not allowed to say, and then they're saying, who you said can't, that? Then they're saying you can't say. <laughs> Did we get any complaints yeah, on midgets? Who knows? Then no, we didn't then, get any. Then they're saying. Everybody loves midgets. Right. Then they're saying. Don't you get me started on the word cunt. You, I'll get yeah, into that. You can't say, you, then they're saying you can't, you can't say somebody's heavy or fat shame them. Then they're saying, there's all these, th all these things people get in trouble for and Cancel for what you're talking can about you imagine is cultural marxism yeah Go on. so can you imagine if the, if the chinese came in with in colluded with those people and started imposing those kinds of laws on us how long do you think it would last before and they started killing the people that had a problem with it even the people that picked up arms and said this is my country get out of here and they were really effective at killing them with drones from china now just hold on I think most of us just think about this. Most of us as Americans would be like, and then the Chinese pulled out. Then the Chinese pulled out because they realized that they weren't going to change any of our minds. Because I got, I got, I got news that the Chinese did that with with the elite people I'm talking about. I, I would be, uh, it wouldn't change my mind. It might deepen my anger, especially if you did this for 20 years. For sure. Okay. I don't know if I'd use any of their fucking technology or their schools because their schools would be to me. I'd be worried that they'd be indoctrinating my kids the way I am now, okay? So I'm just saying, 20 years later, when the Chinese pulled out, how sympathetic would you be to the people that helped the Chinese? And I'm not saying that anybody's right here. I'm not trying, but I'm just trying to say that that might be part of the Afghani mindset, a lot of Afghanis. And that is where the frustration comes in. Do you understand? No, 100%, yeah. dude. That's everybody trying to get on those planes to get out. They... They were God working with the U.S. Them. government. Yeah, but God bless them because they're good people. And, yeah, but and listen, dude, do you see that person was trying to hold on to the plane taking off? Desperation, terrible. And they, oh man, it's, it's so crazy. Sad. It's so uh, sad. You're you're 100 correct, man. And it's just like we learned what everybody said going in to Afghanistan. Nobody tames Afghanistan. No, you don't tame. They call it the soldiers' graveyard. 
It, it's it's just a, it's formless, man. Yeah. You brought up the tribes. That's why you'll never get them. You'll never get them. Maybe what China going in trying to do that, but they might get sucked in. That everybody wants what Afghanistan has, and you just can't. Well, Afghanistan has them. to do it for themselves. And I, I used to think the comedy store was Afghanistan. Because <laughs> you'd always have these managers coming in. I'm going to run this place. And then they just get ran out. <laughs> and then the, Eric did it, man. I gave him. I go, dude, you tamed Afghanistan. I didn't think you could do it, but you did. But going back to J Joe Biden. So there's a lot of talk right now about how many days Joe Biden will actually last. That when, when um, Nancy Pelosi was bringing up the 25th during Trump, it wasn't really about Trump, but... It was more about when she knew Biden would steal it and get in, uh, that they would be just basically eventually going to pull him out. Now, let's just say that might happen, right? What a great way to fucking tag a guy with a the one of the considered one of the greatest losses of all time, and then get him out, and you bring a new person in who doesn't get that loss on their record, and the old guy who's fucking senile shit steps in it's a it's just very interesting but you know what's amazing to me is that biden decided to pull out and i you know what i think that took a lot of guts and i don't i don't actually fault biden for pulling out that took a lot of political can i say guts. one thing before yeah. you start yeah i the thing i hate about the left with trump is they would never admit when he he, he did something good. Yeah. They would never go, okay, I like that. Yeah. I like that we're pulling out of Afghanistan. Yes. Yes. If we actually are. If yes. we actually are doing it, we're not sending dark, d the, the yeah. black ops people in. If we're actually pulling out, then I give, even though it's a clusterfuck, dude, you, you, dude. How much longer are we going to be in there? And how, and how are you going to do years. that gracefully? But here's the greatest. I give him, I give him credit. And, and, and here's, here's why I give him credit, but here's, here's why I think th th this is what really amazed me. When the Biden administration, because the Trump administration had organ, uh, sort of uh, uh, did a truce with the Taliban and was was negotiating, when the Biden administration pulled out, if you listen to Biden just a month ago, and this is based, he's he was careful because he had a lot of all the intel, all the intel, everybody telling him how how about this is going to go. He said, "Look, the Taliban only had seventy five thousand strong soldiers, and there and there's no way they can fight our three hundred thousand plus." army afghan army they're committed they're here to protect and when we do the withdrawal it's going to be safe and it's going to be responsible and it's going to be on our timetable okay so we're like all right we're going to pull out but we're going to do it slowly so all our allies in afghanistan are going to be taken care of all the women that helped us all the people that helped set up the women's programs the educational programs we know that the taliban can be very dangerous to those people so we're going to we're going to figure out ways to give them refugee status give them protection and also we're going to get our personnel out of kabul and everything else as well destroy all our sensitive material in the embassies we got it give us about well it'll probably take six months guess what man the minute we pulled out nobody saw nobody saw the entire country falling in 11 days without a shot fired without a shot fired the taliban just marched in and the army oh they were like come on in dude what's up can i get you something to eat bro i missed you and all of a sudden we went oh no kabul kabul the, i mean the american stronghold the, the the president fucking ran out he had to get the fuck out of there because he knew what was going to happen and no one was there to protect him. And Kabul, the, the American project, fell in, in without a shot fired. 
Oh my God, no one saw that coming, dude. No one, not our CIA, not our Afghan experts, no one. Talk about it. Talk about getting caught with your pants down and talk about not being able to read a country after 20 years of being there. That says something about the Afghanis. What do they say about the Afghanistan? Afghanistan? They'll let you in. They like to have sex in the they'll, mountains? No, that might be true, but they'll let you in. They won't let you out. That's Everybody, crazy, Everybody dude. gets stuck, Bubba. That's they are, crazy. They, are, they don't, don't, they are, they can dig deep and they can wait. And that's what they do. They wait. Come on in. We're your friends. What, please. Oh, you got all that equipment, all those weapons. Would you like some tea? No, I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. I mean, dude, if you look at the amount of servicemen that died in the Taliban, I mean, in Afghanistan, it's more than 9-11. I think I, it was a total of how many? Can you, I think it was 2,000. No, it was 4,000 something. It? Yeah. It's so, also, it's also. They, so, I mean, we're just, I mean, like, what do you do, dude? What do you do? It, how do you do it right? I, my heart goes out to our military guys and gals. Yeah, but that's through to, 2018. Yeah. I guess 2,000 people have died. I saw a number yeah. was 4,000. Yeah, but. in the past year and a half, almost no Americans have died. 20,000 so, American service members have been wounded in action. Yeah, that's a fuckload. And when you say wounded, you, you're not in count, yeah, counting. You're not talking about. You're not counting about. the mental. The mental so imagine uh, if your, your, your loved one went there, died, came back mangled. Yeah, what does that say? In Ira oh, that's Iraq. Sorry. Yeah, but you know the the thing that Iraq, people never take into account is how many how many suicides, how how much mental twenty two day, how dude, much we PTSD just did a show on it. Yeah, it's twenty two so a day. We paid it. We we when I say we, I don't mean me, and I don't mean most Americans. And this war was fought by by mostly people who didn't have a lot of money, mostly blue collar people, who who were good people. And who went out there in, in good faith and trusted our government. It goes I mean, back to that Mark Twain saying, man, loyalty to my country always, to my government only when it deserves it. And I, I stand by that. I agree with that totally. Be and, you know, just like look at our, our country September 10th, 2001 versus what it is, what's going to be September 10th, 2021, which is coming up. I mean, Dude, I I got excited at the airport because I went in the line where I got to go through the metal detector, not the fucking Doctor Who cancer <laughs> machine, right? I mean, I had real joy in my life. Yeah, that the, the, they allowed this sheep to go through that. Fucking so that's one. what happens as your as your freedoms get whittled away. You'll take a, if they make you sleep on the ground for for six months and somebody gives you a shitty old mattress made of hay yeah you're going to be very happy with 100 even if it's super dirty right so so much shit i mean brian has a little bit more uh faith in in our government than i do i all this stuff when you look at the amount of money spent when, when, when the people that write the book about a new Pearl Harbor are the people that make made a big chunk of that $2 trillion that was spent, it makes you wonder. Things that make you go, hmm. But it's, and it's just the civil liberties that are lost. And here's my biggest thing, and we can get into this now if you want to, Brian. But it's like the same people that consistently lie to you about continuous, continuous war are now the ones telling you that vaccine passports are key to winning the war against 
this va- this virus. And I'm just like, it, it's unbelievable how nobody sees everything that's going on right now. Well, you just said a, you just made a good point because Americans do have a tendency to go, this is a war on terror. This is a war on drugs. This is a war on and we, on but but none of them are ever won. Well, it, they're right, continuous, it's, right? It's it's always it's always this um, it's always this sort of again this sort of narrative. You've got to create a narrative that that you think Americans fall for. You think Americans are going to swallow hook, line, and sinker. But I think more and more we're starting to realize. I hope that whenever you start framing things this way, and you just said something about COVID. You just said that you know. In order to win this war against COVID, we need a vaccine passport, right? And that is my issue. That is your issue. It's not with the vaccines necessarily. You can, dude. I'll, I'll dude. Make a line. I'll shoot everybody in their ass. Your with your a your thing is defiance. Your thing is you guys are making me do no, no, this. No, 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 no. My thing is where does this lead to? And it leads to social credit score. Now they have ex- Experian is now working with the government. Yeah. A credit a credit score company yeah. is now working with the government with these digital passports. We've been telling you this is coming. I mean, like, we should throw Alex Jones a fucking parade for being so right. I mean, if he was a baseball player, his batting average would be 950. Okay, but let me ask you this. What do we do? Because this is a really, like, what do we do? The same thing, Brian, yeah. we do with the flu. Okay. Which is, if you want a flu shot, get a flu shot, live your life. Okay, what if what the if? flu yeah. comes along? Forget COVID, another very uh, 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 strain of COVID comes in and starts killing people even more than it does now, right? So we know that, we, right? Just real what, quick, yeah. the flu kills more people than COVID. The flu killed more people than COVID. And Brian, when you start talking, and these are facts, Jack. Yeah. When you start talking about variants, just know, Brian, the PCR test and the FD, the, the, the CDC came out and said, it cannot tell you, distinguish between the flu and COVID, the guy who does—I'm not going to say who. No, no, no okay. Well, I, I hear listen, that. I listen, know real quick, that. real yeah, quick. Yeah. The gentleman who works with me—I'm not going to say who he is. His wife runs companies that does the testing. Yeah. He's a good friend of mine. He, he asked her. He asked her, yeah. "How do you detect the Delta variant?" You know what her answer was? Mm. We don't. Okay, I, I I worry about these this secondhand knowledge bubble because. I don't think that the flu kills more people than it COVID. does, Brian. Uh, that's not Brian. How about this? We'll go to SARS, H, whatever uh, it is. Hold on. Okay, the two hundred ninety six hundred fifty thousand people die of flu related causes every year. That's a lot. Uh, okay. Um, okay, that's a lot. Oh, that's a lot. Oh, and that's oh, from that's from the yeah. world. That's from the World Health Organization. Go back to that though. Hold oh, on. Brian. Hold on. Brian, keep trying to find something. Um, Brian, let's move on. No, but I think I, I think you're making a good point though, because what, what you. you're saying that the flu does kill people. The question becomes, isn't it? Isn't it kind of as a citizen when you live close to people and you and there's this very contagious variant, right, or whatever? Isn't it? Um, isn't it kind of our duty as citizens to protect each other if if you carry it? If if 
if it it creates enough herd immunity so we can go about our lives do you know what i'm saying like well i'm gonna say something brian yeah the fact that the term is herd immunity mm -hmm. lets you know what the elites have <laughs> think well, about you well well we okay didn't know second stop yeah. okay i love you i didn't no, mean to yeah. yell that's like funny that. though that's funny uh, second is <laughs> brian brian i've talked to virologists i literally have i've and yeah, I, I say this all the time a ton meaning i've talked to enough virologists yeah. equals a ton okay mm -hmm. If you put them all together weight-wise, all right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Talk to a ton of virologists. Uh, yeah, literally. You talk to at least 2,000 pounds worth of <laughs> literally. virologists. Literally. literally. If you put the virologists on a fucking collective scale, yeah. and you have. And, a, and you have. And a bunch of them are chicks, so you know that's a lot of virologists. A lot of virologists, okay. right? And, right. And, and, and if you talk to even more, it could be tons of virologists. Yeah, for sure. If we get up to 4,000. So, so, Brian, so they are saying... And you've seen it over and over again. Yeah. People with the vaccine are shedding. They are spreading it more than people without the vaccine. It is be it's called breakthrough infections, and it's happening insanely in Israel right now. We're seeing I had a virologist from Israel on the Union of the Unwanted. She's like, like they didn't give the Palestinians the vaccine. Their numbers are down. Israelis' numbers are up. Israel is the most vaccinated country in the world. And I they did have read the, that. I did read that. And they have the most breakthrough cases of any look, country. Look that up, uh, Anthony, because I did read that. I was like, Israel is the most vaccinated, but they're having a surge. Yes. So because, does that mean that the vaccine doesn't work as well, though? Like, like because we know now that Pfizer wants you to get a third booster, yeah. right? Um, so because it's money, the most vaccinated country in the world faces a surge in COVID, with numbers of hospitalized COVID patients predictably predicted to double every because 10 days. it's breakthrough. Why is that? In they're April, they're shedding, dude. Is the most vaccinated? Yeah, they're shedding. Mm. Um, Brian, this is all this has nothing to do with the fact i know you don't want to hear this mm. this has nothing to do with the virus this is everything about social credit score and fascism dude well it sounds to me like the the vaccine if you take israel as a case study i'm just reading this it sounds like it's not as effective as as it should, because I I, right? I think some of them don't even have the vi the weakened virus in it. That's the mRNA. I had the guy invented it on the you know they want to go and I don't know what they're doing. This isn't how it's meant to go. The guy who invented the PCR but, test. And he's a pro vaccine guy. He's not. He's right. a, he's, he but said he goes. I'm a true believer. Yeah. And again, Brian, you want to vax up? Vax up. Yeah. I don't care. I'm telling you, man. This is leading, and listen. I got to be honest with you, dude. I, you know, I'm I I am pro vaccine, and I'm pro Western science, and I don't fall for this stuff usually. But I do. I'm quiet because I'm very very torn because I do understand and do hear people like your concerns, which is this does lead to social credit score. And let me. And when he's saying that, I don't consider that a conspiracy, or maybe it is, but I consider that. Like that is that is where this leads. Think about it for a second. Do you think, as as we accept the fact that you must be vaccinated, okay? And I'm I'm a fan of Western science, and I'm a, I'm pro vaccine, and I do think the vaccine in this case is probably going to save your life if you're at risk. Okay, that's what I think. Okay. But hold on, it is true that like you're right, Sam. Like, K 
can will you be able to get on a plane will you be able to rent a car will you be able to rent an apartment will you be able to be in an apartment complex right will you be able to right. go take your kid to a bouncy right. house right all those things if you're not vaccinated meaning i got to see proof on your phone meaning you got to be in a national database meaning i can track that right away and bring your bar up you bring your people, number up yeah, yeah and that is what is that that is social credit score now hold but on it gets better that, it gets right. better Wait, there's more what if i'm close to somebody what if i'm i'm vaccinated and now I'm, I'm hanging out with somebody who's not vaccinated and you can track that on my phone yeah and now the cdc and people go hey dude you're next you, to this guy you can't get this rental you can't yeah. get this apartment because you were hanging out with that guy yeah. and you need you need to quarantine for two weeks. Yeah. Now I now I'm going, I can't hang out with Sam. I'm I'm trying to get I'm trying to get a rental place. And it's even worse I, than that. And that Brian. is social credit score. Brian, it's even worse than that. Because what dude, you do you hate comments on the internet just from random people in the comment section? Yeah. 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 Guess what? And you also hate when cops have to hit a qu a quota for amount of tickets written? You hate that? Well, welcome to welcome to social credit score where anybody and everybody has to get at least 10 fucking uh, write-ins to the government about what's going on around them. Now, now, Brian, let's say you're doing stand-up somewhere. Sounds like Brian wore a shirt that had a pentagram or whatever, you know, on mm -hmm. it. Oh, now, boom, something's hit it. Now you can't perform the show because so many people complain to the That's fucking... Right. That, well, that, that's where it's going. Not only is it going there, but you know, if you don't have a vaccine, your credit score would drop because why would I lend you money? You could die and then you can't pay it back. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So th this does have fucking deep ram ramifications. And Brian, here's and the thing. I think thing. we should be profoundly uneasy the way are you. France, profoundly uneasy with this. France. Idea. Tough. Italy. England. Who else is out there? Germany are all raging against the machine right now. Because they have a history France of it. looks like it's about to flip and they're going to stop doing all of it. And I'm telling you all, I mean, most people listening, you're pretty woken about what's going on. All you blue check marks people out there that are fucking try and convince everybody that this is good, that, that, that keeping you safe and shit, you are unaware and you live in a bubble well, I think you don't understand I think what's happening just, i think they're looking at only the fact that this is a virus that kills people so let's let's eliminate brian it, vaccinated, it but doesn't not, matter yeah. bro it's like you you forever for 2019 you blue check mark motherfuckers rage against the machine oh we gotta get rid of systematic racism we gotta get rid of this authority what are you talking about actors F and those people no, they don't count dude, anyway it was, it was, fuck fuck fascist nazis and now you just turn around and you're just doing all the bidding of it you want a vaccine get a vaccine if you cannot see the how awful the idea of forcing people to show a passport for a vaccine that's untested that is showing it does not work and i can't help you and that's why I'm not participating in so much that's going on right now. It's just like, I love you all so much. You're my fucking friends. I just cannot participate. And if it goes down, then at least I want to look my grandchildren in the eye in their hazmat suits going, hey, grandpa tried. You know, <laughs> grandpa tried. He tried. Nobody listened to him. They called him a crazy person. You know, I tried, man. And, you know, I, I'm what? There's just so much 
chaos going on right now. I think you can be pro-vaccine and anti-vaccine passport. 100%. And that's how it. I am. Like I'm pro-vaccine in this case. I think I think the data, see this is where I think 4 billion people have gotten it. I think the data bears this out that for the most part, deaths fall when, when large parts of the country are vaccinated. However, I, I'm pro-vaccine. I'm pro-COVID vaccine. I am anti-vaccine passport. Can I be both? Well, I am. And so, and I think as an American, I completely agree. I completely agree with your fears. And, and I share your fears. I think that this does lead to social credit score. I, I, I am a conspiracy theorist in this regard. Boom! I am pro-vaccine. episodes. I am pro-COVID vaccine, anti-vaccine passport. And we'll unfortunately, I don't know if it's possible to be both. I don't know if Brian, if, you totally if can't you, be. Dude. Yeah, no, There's I'm saying I'm saying who, like don't get their kids vaccinations for religious reasons, and those people have moved freely through the world. Yes, they're not allowed to go to certain schools, but yeah, you're right. But they can't go to us. Sure, school. sure. I mean, you know, uh, uh, I think that if you're an anti-vaxer, you're probably, in my opinion, you're very ignorant, but, and you also need to look at the science and you're also probably putting other children at risk, but that's my Brian, thing. Brian, you just literally said but I'm pro the data shows that hardly any children. Oh, 100%. No, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about, uh, but you I'm just talking said about children measles, at measles okay. and polio. But, but, I'm, but, but I will say this. Yeah, man. I mean, I believe that if you, you listen, children, children. Uh, I believe it's eight children worldwide have died of COVID. Brian, you want to hear eight. craziness right eight. now? Do you know that New Zealand just went down on extreme lockdowns? Because I'm going to let you guess how many cases they just got uh, it, that they went down on. Just do it. It, it might it might be something really unbelievable. What it, number? It might be like it might be like ten cases or something. One. It's one. Yeah. One case, yeah. and they locked the country. Listen, man. It is of my belief. So Tennessee, do you know the Tennessee governor? This is where it gets scary. The Tennessee governor just passed the bill for camps for the unhealthy. Will you look that up? Okay. So it is of my belief, Brian, that these, they're trying to tell you these camps are for the unvaccinated. I don't believe they it's are. One, it's one word, Bubba. Healthy is unhealthy is one word. What's that? Okay. I don't believe that. Uh, governor uh, planning to, yeah, is that it? Pa no, go to, did you do a uh, Tennessee governor? Tennessee governor passes, passes. Yeah, 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 right there. COVID, something along the lines of that, dude. Internment camps? Yeah. So, hold so, on, let me see. It might be bullshit, though. Oh, camps. Oh, let me see. It's like fucked up. Go find another one. This is a weird website. Now, just know, everybody, that this country locked up the Japanese and that people in this country were okay with that. Yeah, I don't buy this, though. This oh. sounds like... Okay, will you, look, will you look up... Just go on, go to Friday and just, uh, just copy and paste what Tennessee governor signs executive order 83. Will you just do that? Just copy and paste that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. This sounds like bullshit to me. Okay. Here's but Brian, how much money do you want bet on this? There's a lot of stuff like Lori Lightfoot when she, when people say that she said- Oh, here said, it is. This is exact. Okay, Brian, this looks pretty. Does it say 83? 
Is this yeah, Bill 83? Yeah, we can go through this. Here it is, Brian. It's an official page from Tennessee. Brian, will you hold the bell? My arm is so tired from having to lift this bell so much. I don't see I don't, I don't see anything. Brian, uh, it says right at the top. Will you hold the bell? What's will it you say? Hold the bell? In order to facilitate the content, continue response. Whereas hospitalizations are increasing as COVID-19 variants continue to increase, positive case rates and burden the healthcare system. And whereas the reinstatement of certain regulatory flexibilities is necessary to support adequate capacity within the healthcare system. And COVID-19 vaccines are widely available and effective and widespread vaccination is the best way to combat COVID-19 and ensure social, economic and educational stability. And all eligible persons are strongly encouraged to get vaccinated. Okay. Okay. Uh, governor of state in order to facilitate raise flexibility. Um, no, I don't see what then. They, they, nobody's oh, okay. gonna kidnap you at gunpoint, dude. Brian, okay. Will you look up? Will you look up other ones that will break it down? Because obviously this is a very large bill. Everyone's been talking about. A bill's it. introduced, but it doesn't mean it's gonna be signed. Because they they, they make they change it and amend it. Right, right. It's right. gotta be constitutional. Here's the thing. Well, the thing we gotta be careful of. What is that? Of me winning all the time? No, is that? We don't look at what the, like, so Lori Lightfoot, and I even heard my dad quote this, and I was, like, surprised. Lori Lightfoot, the people said, Lori Lightfoot, this is what the, the claim was. Lori Lightfoot said she wouldn't take questions from anybody who was a journalist who was white. Yes. She didn't say that at all. I actually looked into it. That's not at all what she said. Okay, what she said. All she was saying was, was that the exact I would quote. like to take questions from people. Up, if you're going to ask, a lot of questions are asked about communities by people who don't live in those communities, by people that are not even of the same color of those communities, the people that journalists who don't have any clue as to what those communities are about on the ground, because they just don't come from that part of the world. They're not, they don't, they're not the same race. And, I, and she said, I'd love to have some journalists who actually come from those communities who understand what's really going on so they can ask me the important questions, not talking points. And I totally agree with her on that. Why, I, don't like, I don't like Lori Lightfoot, but what she was trying to say Why? was that I wish that we had people, uh, journalists who came from the communities they were asking That's about. That's fine. That's all. That's all she was saying. But I, she, at you know no what point, what I'm saying is that no the, the, the press, she say, but the press was like, "Oh my God!" Like that. Yeah, so, but that's kind of it, though, right? Mm, so she was she was open to taking questions, yeah. from white reporters, yeah, from everybody, hundred percent. And so, so that that, the, but what happens in this political machine? But Brian, is, is that Fox is, News is jumps on that? What you're doing in a weird way is a strong man, uh, a straw man. No, argument. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm saying that what happens is that fucking you know a, a lot of times because you're Fox taking the most News, bizarre. Well, Fox News and, and CNN. That. Fox News and CNN are guilty of the same crime. One hundred percent. Which is what they do. Is like Fox. Then now Tucker Carlson says Lori Lightfoot's a racist, and she. It's like no Tucker. That's not what she was saying. I know this works, and it's really. But fun you to have watch. to admit she is not. A, I don't like her. She's a garbage. No, no, person. I don't like her. I, I'm. I'm talking about something. That's why I brought it up because Lori Lightfoot is somebody I think is doing a terrible job in Chicago for a thousand reasons. I mean, have you heard her on these recordings yeah. of her? She's just like, terrible. These city council meetings yeah she's fucking telling people shut the fuck up she's just terrible but 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 what i wanted to use have her you as an heard example her talk about, oh will you look up this is great and brian's gonna love this will you look up laura lightfoot talks about new world order you're gonna love this you're gonna love this. i want to hear her telling people to shut up oh well, you'll do that too get some videos can you oh yeah here will you play this is there's got to be compliance with the executive branch because otherwise it doesn't work. So you got to eliminate that compliance and you make it a mandate um, and then you do training 
particularly in the city, I'll call them licensing departments, whether it's zoning, buildings, um, housing will be impacted by it, planning certainly, um, and it's and you and you pick the people that run those agencies and the deputies that are pledging allegiance to the new world order and good governance, and then I think you have the inspector general do some spot audits to make sure that there is real compliance. Oh man, she used the word compliance a lot, didn't she? Well, but what she's saying is we only put people in who are part of the, who. Well, pay- you know, when you're a politician. When you're a politician, oh, here, let's you know what you thing. want? You Can know what I you want? This, you this want is compliance? a new segment where Brian spins it. Here no, we no. go. When you're a politician, right? Yeah. The one thing you that gets in, you know what the thorn in your side is as a politician? Civil civil disagreement. People that don't want to go but along with your plan. Words, new world order make you nervous. Um, yeah, they do. But like when Hillary Clinton said, when she was running in 2016, I think it was, and she said, or was it 2000, she, 2008, I think. And she said, she said, she said, I have a whole bunch of great ideas, but the American people can't afford them. And it's like, yeah, amen. You know, yeah, that's right. I know you have a thousand great ideas if you could just tax us at 80%. Oh, yeah. Because you, and it's just human. It's like you guys have the ideas of how to make everything better if we could just, if us pesky deplorables, us pesky blue-collar people, us pesky workers who live in the real world could get out of your way because we're not as educated. Right. That's what we all do. That human beings are very good at pitting us versus them. We're really good at it. You and I do it. Everybody does it. We're really good at going, look, the, the thing that you and I have to be careful of as we get older is when we disagree with people like Lori Lightfoot, that you don't like the Clintons and stuff, we have to be careful about looking at them and going, everything about them sucks. They're complete idiots and they're evil. Or, or a better way to approach it might be, God, you have bad ideas. God damn, you have bad well, ideas. Well, let's get into- And God, you have arrogance. Right. And God, you have the hubris. See, see the people who are arrogant enough to think that they could restructure the Middle East. They could restructure Iraq, a country with a footprint 5,000 years old, They and they'd never been there, and they'd never read a book about the history of Iraq or the Middle East yeah. because they didn't speak the language because they didn't know the difference between a Sunni and a Shia right. because they didn't understand anything about the tribalism because they didn't understand that Iraq was essentially a country formed by the British on a map with matchsticks it, it, and and you have the hubris to think you can come into a country like that with a barrel at the barrel of a gun and restructure restructure and say oh you're a Bathist let's fire the entire army we can't speak to you because you guys are Bathists are you fucking now that's arrogance and that might be evil and that might have been deliberate i'll even give you that ah another wig can you right well well it's so dumb it's so dumb you just you wonder this like they wanted a shit show yeah they did because they weren't doing the fighting well well, because the people that the architects of the uh, iraq war had no loved ones there they sent americans like a video game they sent americans they looked down on yeah so you know, and that's that's Richard Pearl, and that's Paul Wolfowitz, and that's for that matter, that's Donald Rumsfeld, and that's Dick Cheney, and that's and that's people at the New American Enterprise. Those people, those people are are have they are th- those architects of this war that used nine eleven as an excuse and created a narrative that was a fucking lie, and they knew it was a lie. Those are the people that should be ashamed because they weren't doing the fighting. 
they'd never picked up, a, they'd never even done a contact sport. And they sent a bunch of brave American motherfuckers, brave patriots out there to do the dying for them. Their sons weren't in the war. Where were their sons? I'm with Where you, were their bud. loved ones? Where were their friends? So they were swilling wine and going, <laughs> war. <laughs> yeah. How's it going, everyone? Oh. Well, if I'd been in charge, <laughs> if I'd been in charge, things would have turned out differently. That's what Paul Wolfowitz, the Undersecretary of Defense, said. Yeah. If I'd been in charge, things would have turned out differently. Meanwhile, your Undersecretary, Paul Feith, uh, uh, Douglas Feith, and and I think it was Bremer, Brenner, what was it, Bremer, Brenner, both both them, they don't know who decided to debathify. No Bathists. Everybody who got ahead, who was part of the running the whole thing. I mean, thing there a is a, there is something to this. It's like you know, because everybody's like, "What's the what's the real play behind this? Is it possible? I mean, that they completely shit the bed. I mean, is it possible? And that this is a sign that maybe humanity is winning. I don't know. I don't have a lot of trust. See. You know, when you brought up, they perfectly shit showed it. Like, do you, can you look up the rules to war in Vietnam? So our, our, the White House, the, 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 the head of uh, defense put out these rules of war. And basically the rules of war basically made it so it was impossible for us to win Vietnam. Yeah, well, Vietnam, again... We were, what were we fighting for? And what were we fighting against? No. Uh, that Brian, was never Brian, clear. a lot of people brought up, like, I can't read it. Can you read them, Brian? Because you got what those the hell we, Remember, we, we are guests here. We make no demands and seek no special treatment. Join with the people. Understand their life. Use phrases from their language and honor their cult, customs and laws. I love this. Treat women with politeness and respect. Make personal friends among the soldiers and common people. Always give the Vietnamese the right of way. Be no, alert to the rules. Be alert. No, this was be alert to security and ready to react with your military skill. Don't attract attention by loud, rude, or unusual behavior. Avoid separating yourself from the people by a display of wealth and privilege or privilege. Above all else, you are members of the U.S. military force on a difficult mm. mission, responsible for all your official and personal it. actions. Reflect honor upon yourself and the United States of America. Now, hold on. It's very important, this thing, guys, because the, the, the military, if you talk to people who are in the military, generals and people like that, they are very aware. They are very aware that you have to win hearts and minds. And that's part of what it is. And in fact, when we went into Afghanistan, I remember the term a light footprint was being used by Donald Rumsfeld. And that was not lost on them. They, 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 the people that went into Afghanistan... What? The people that went into Afghanistan, they, they, our soldiers and our military, I want to give this, them credit. They were aware of what a fucking, of, of, of all of how hard it was to fight this ghost call Afghanistan. They understood that. And they kept saying, we're going to have a light footprint. And we just got caught into it anyway. It's, it's, it's a whirlpool that you get sucked so, into. So, okay, 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 here we go. These are the rules of engagement, right? Pilots cannot attack targets that were not approved on the list. And the, mm. this list right here, I don't know why it says SAM sites. I had nothing to do with it. But <laughs> um, these rules basically made it impossible for the U.S. to win the war in Vietnam. Well, it's because we didn't want to kill civilians and create more That's Viet so Cong, cute. though, Baba. You are so But cute. you know what I'm saying? Like You are so cute. Like, the Viet Cong, remember, the Viet Cong said, we are going to give you land. I mean, they, they and they were right about that. So, so the, again, with the Viet Cong, they had so much sympathy the among Viet the people. Viet Cong. They, they, the Vietnamese have kicked out the French. 
They kicked out the fucking Chinese. The Chinese have been trying to conquer them forever. The Americans, the Vietnamese and the Afghanis. If you want to talk about a tough group of people. And what else do and, they have and, in and common? And a proud people that, are, that, that have fought Opium off everyone. Well, that may be true too. But at the end of the day, nobody, nobody tells the Vietnamese or the Afghanis what to do. <laughs> so, my, so the whole thing is this. It's just like interesting times. I know you wanted to get into uh, the moon landing and this this video you watched well, that well, suddenly guys, answered all the well, questions. Well, guys, guys, Anthony we, did this, uh, and we're not going to get into it today. Okay, there's so much to be there's so much to do here, but we are going to get into it on on the next one we do because these three special effects guys they're great and they've done a lot of shit and they break down why it was impossible to actually pull off. Uh, the moon landing footage, the Apollo 11 fo footage, so and it's so great. And it, it it shows you how dumb and how out of touch anybody who thinks this was doctored. Do they go over it's, the... Uh... The one that you showed, they didn't go, they didn't like touch on, which sucks because that was the one that looks the weirdest, but they did point out a lot of really interesting stuff that I think that you would do. Why don't you play it? No, I don't. We, we, Oh, you're only, too afraid. We have 12 minutes left, Brian, cause daddy's got to go rock. So we'll roll. do it next time. I uh, feel like we'll we, we were heavy. Brian, this one. We're starting with go fuck yourself. Look at this. So they have the, are, are they wearing that out of fun and <laughs> yes, joy? Yes. Okay. Yes. They're like, yay. No, they're hilarious. I love this. They're hilarious. Cause, okay. cause they were anything against these guys. Anybody wearing those sunglasses is shady as shit, all right? I don't trust them. They probably have crosses that they like to burn in their back. No, dude. Well, like, leave that, dude. No. That says I love NASCAR, white people, and burning crosses. Yeah, the only problem, I have a bone to pick with you fucking conspiracy guys. The problem with you motherfuckers is that the minute somebody that disagrees right with you. all the time, no, the, we ruin your fun. The minute somebody disagrees with you, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, who I love, one of my favorite Americans, you guys are like, his dad was a Nazi. His dad, it was, his dad was a but Nazi. But that doesn't mean he he's- He admitted he liked- Hitler. Now listen, I people have shady dads. I don't think that means. See, I have a problem with somebody who has a shady dad or a parent when they continue in the family business. That's my problem. Oh, and by the way, Alex Jones talked about how there's a video of fucking one of Brian's biggest dreams in the world, which is going to Bohemian Grove and while we're seeing a bunch of fucking dudes, okay, which we all know the gay owl over here with, oh, dude, how many seasons can I get on a prime video? Oh, well, yeah, I would, but, but, but who else did? Are you saying now that Arnold Schwarzenegger, because he- He was talking about this way before. Arnold Schwarzenegger, was ODing on chugging dick, okay? Oh my God. So now Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is the biggest womanizer, yeah. now Arnold Schwarzenegger, because he disagrees and he was pushing for vaccines, he, is a Nazi and gay. He's uh, a gay I Nazi, mean, which is me honestly, brother, break. which is repetitive. Give me a fucking the Nazis, break. Brother, the Nazis were started by... Oh my God. Listen, dude, you look guys at this. Are so Nazis started by nuts. the Wandering Wind, oh, which was Jesus Germany's version of Wrong. the Boy Scouts. All these Nazis no, they were, were molested. Oh. They were molested. Wandering wind. Oh, Nazi. God. Yeah, there we go. This horse shit. Can we just please not okay. look at this? I'm not yeah, going to yeah, look at yeah. this. Are you saying Arnold Schwarzenegger was a power bottom? Oh, no, yeah. I think he was just fucking like, it's a joke from my act, but he was like a 1920s phone operator. And he's just like, hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello, hello. All this, by the way, new ever since Arnold came out and said, just get vaccinated. What's the problem? 
all of this new and no, called No, he schmucks. didn't just say that. He said, fuck your freedom. From a guy whose dad was a Nazi, and he fucking said he appreciated Nazi it shit. It was not in that context. But nobody's more of a capitalist and a freedom lover than Arnold Schwarzenegger, who and believes in- You know what? He believes well, in small freedom, government. dick. Yeah, he, he loves it. He believes in small government, and he's a fucking capitalist American. Guys, and I he believes be in the American you, dream. I get too jacked up on coffee. <laughs> And I just do this a lot, and it makes me uncomfortable. And you do a lot of hand signals, dude. I know you do this shit what to do you the think swarm. That means? I think you're. I think you are guilty of insurgency, and I'm sorry I said it. <laughs> you are. I'm sorry I said it out loud. You want me in the gulag, bro? Dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I don't know if I want you in the gulag, but I do want you in for questioning. I gotta learn more karate if I'm gonna go to the gulag. I dude. need you detained, and I need some questions. That's do they why I'm have not chicks in, in the gulag? gulag? Could no. I hit it hard? No. Have you ever read Alexander Solzhenitsyn's The Gulag Archipelago? No, I don't. He went through. He went through Stalin's uh, prison. Yeah. Camp. Stalin and and boy, was oh boy, did oh my god, that was that awful in the yeah. winter in yeah. Siberia. Yeah, enjoy that shit. No food. It was they. They let him sleep four hours a night, and they and you'd have the blanket. You can only have the blanket up to here. You couldn't have it over you, and it was just torture all yeah. the time. And, and Man, that's a weird smile face you're making right there as you talk about torture. Yeah, yeah, he has yeah. a thing in there called the interrogation. He said, "If you, if anybody, if you know anybody who's been who stood up to interrogation, they haven't been interrogated properly. They put your feet in ice. For an example, well, they take this guy put his feet in ice, and they're asking him questions, and it starts to hurt. And he goes, don't worry, your feet will go numb. But if we keep you in there for a long time, man, he goes, I don't care. You can keep my feet here forever. He goes, that's cool. Your daughter's a dancer, right? And he's like, yes. He goes, but she's got dreams to go to the Bolshoi. Yeah. He goes, and he hears them bring his, her daughter into another room and put her feet in ice. And they go, now do you want to talk to us or do you want your daughter to have her feet? Do, do you want do you want her feet to just stay in ice yeah. until? I mean, and now you're sucks. like, oh, okay, I'll tell you everything you want to know. Yeah, what do you want to know? So the, you know, you can be broken, and you will be broken. And if you, no one, no one stands up to interrogation. Brian, can we get in something real quick? Um, the new the new Suicide Squad. Didn't do that well. It didn't? Oh, it bombed. Like, Can I see who directed that? It might be my James friend. James Gunn. Yeah, it was James Oh, Gunn. okay. All right. Wow. And, you know, if you want to get... It's so interesting. Did we talk about this Why do you already? think it bombed? No. You know what's so weird? Is I'm, I watched it. Yeah. What'd you think? Was it I, woke? Well, uh, it, was it was cultural Marxism at its finest. Oh, really? Wait, but it was how? What? How? Well, who, who wins at the end? Black guy, two chicks, and a shark. If you study cultural <laughs> Marxism, right, the whole thing is make white guys look stupid, right? And that's exactly what I'll, like, I'm sorry, but John Cena has signed up to be white cuck guy. Like, <laughs> watch every movie he does now. He's super cuck. I know he's your boy or something like I that. I don't know him. But you'd love to know him. I you don't. two would love to work out and massage each I other. I would like to rub him down in oil. Of course you would. I mean, you know. But he plays cuck now. And that's a, that's why when you watch all these commercials, white guys are dumb. They're cucks. They do all that stuff. You saw the movie, right? Mm -hmm. That's how it ends, right? Did yeah. all the white guys get killed and a black guy and a shark survive? That's it, <laughs> right? That's it's just the way it's meant to be. But the movie was well done. But when you study March, uh, like cultural Marxism, you're like, oh, that's exactly what they're talking about. Right. So now I'm driving by and Cinderella, they've done it with, right? Cinderella looks like she's going to fuck everybody up like Angelina Jolie style. And her best friend is a gay guy in a dress. Mm -hmm. You're like, this is for kids. Well, like, what are we doing? 
destroy the family unit, you know? Well, I, I, I do think that there is a lot of politics in movies now. And there we the, go. The question See, is, dude, today was the, a great day. Yeah. Brian had so many breakthroughs. Well, it was so great. I feel like my work is slowly getting done. It, there, there's been, we, we did a lot of agreeing today. Um, what I like is that when Hollywood has this political agenda, uh, let's just see if people want to watch it. And let's see if it actually rings true to people. But it gets and the so problem much is when you get though, when Brian. you get crazy when you get crazy woke or you get crazy political, it's funny because it can't take the place of the story. It can't take the place of the truth of a story. It's got to resonate with people. You got to still be invested in the character's journey. And we don't care if that. I mean, Denzel Washington was a superstar among the white best. audiences. Among the white best. audiences, it had nothing to do with black or anything. We yeah. just loved him because he did great movies. Right. And 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 Denzel Washington did great movies with great directors. Black, white, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, but but he had he he we watched him because we just loved that dude, and we weren't seeing color. We were seeing a man. We were dude, seeing a man I, and a I'm hero. I'm about to lose it on somebody. I remember these three words: B. Denzel Washington. That's how I live my life. <laughs> Calm, cool, black. That's how I live my life. Goddamn right, dude. Right? B. You, Denzel Washington, man. B. Chill, chill, and smile. Chill and smile, dude. That's how you got run shit, right? But it's like, show you know, me your best Denzel. Wow. I do it again. Dude, I swear to God for a second, like you look a little bit different, not a lot, but a little bit different than Denzel. For a moment, I was blackface. Is that what you're saying? I would never say that. <laughs> I love damn, it. Damn, you look, I can think, damn you look cool. Thank you, Brian. I do love you. So you're going to be out of town Thursday? That's a clip. Use that clip. That Denzel clip is great. So good. Uh, yeah. Dude, how bad is my gut look? Yeah, but I hope, hope let me see what time I'm flying out because maybe we can do a, a podcast. Um, guys, so much great stuff going on. If I can actually get Brian to do a show, we'll do a show. Listen, come see me in Houston this we weekend. We start doing stuff that people talk about, you know, what they want us to talk about. Yeah. Guys, you can see Brian Callen in San Diego. Oh, he's already no, there. Any- you can see Brian at the Houston Improv in Texas, April 19th. April 19th through the 21st. Then I'll be in Buffalo, New York at Helium, September 9th through 11th. And then Denver, Colorado, the Comedy Works, the 23rd through the 25th. Yeah, I got to leave at 8.38 a.m. Okay. Can you go to my, my, can you go to mine? Guys, if you want to see Sam Tripoli live, you can see him at Marietta, Morietta, California, August 26th. Those are small, small rooms I'm doing for new 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 material. It's it's almost sold out. It's a small room, so it doesn't matter. But then I'll be in Spokane on the third. That's a 10 p.m. show, and then the next show sold out. Sorry, guys. And then that. again, go to the big, big 500th episode. I'm so excited. What a long, strange trip it's I been. I love buddy. that you're selling out. That makes me very happy. Houston, I'll see you soon. When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki 
and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters.